And now it's time to welcome back our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Tom, are you there? I am, Chris. Nice to hear you. I'm in a weird little uh, hotel lobby, and boy, do I miss St. Paul. But on behalf of Live From Here, I'm resuming my journey across the country, sharing the good stories of our fellow Americans. This week, I return to Denver, Colorado. The Rockies have gotten their first dustings of snow and stand like a road sign warning about the winter up ahead. But down in Denver, the weather was bright and crisp, and the only worries people had was whether there was enough pumpkin spice to go around. Denver's a happy town these days. I always enjoy walking in Denver, but now there's a palpable joy around every corner. Whether you partake or not, it's hard not to smile at all the people buying legal marijuana and riding around on scooters. <laughs> this city seems to have attracted like-minded people from all around the country who agree that life was better when they were 10. <laughs> I found a great coffee shop that struck the right balance of serving great coffee and chocolate scones without any added hint of barista arrogance. I sat near the window and flipped through Outside Magazine looking at beautiful photos of mountain bikers and canyon vistas. Have you ever had a double espresso as you scanned through an adventure magazine and immediately thought you were ready to climb Mount Everest? I have. A woman named Kelly sat down next to me. She had long gray hair, smartly dressed, and wore just one piece of turquoise jewelry, as if to say, I live in the West, but let's not get carried away. She moved here from New Jersey and loves Colorado, but has been having a hard time finding someone to date. She's more of a city girl, but every guy in Denver has the same exact dating profile. They like to hike, bike, run, and ski. She said, I don't want a guy who does any of that. Dating is exhausting enough without having to work on my cardio. I'm not looking to get married. I'm 60 years old. I just want to have someone to have fun with. Someone who enjoys life the way it's meant to be enjoyed and who doesn't pass out at the sight of a croissant. The good thing about being my age is that I know who they are the minute I see them. Like that guy. She pointed to a gentleman who looked like an angry month-old jack-o'-lantern. He's too much work, that guy. If you haven't learned how to handle what life gives you, that's the face you get. Another guy walked by the window with a tweed jacket and a little cap and mustache. Now he's got potential. No guy wears tweed and pretends to be an athlete. That's what I want, a man who always knows where his slippers are. She gathered her phone and keys and stood up. Oh, well, it's time for the Pumpkin Chunkin' Festival. You should come. Have you ever been to the Pumpkin Chunkin'? You'll love it. Have you ever drank so much coffee and eaten so many chocolate scones that you agreed to join a total stranger to a pumpkin festival you knew nothing about? I have. It turns out that the Pumpkin Chunkin Festival is an autumn event where they launch pumpkins in the air by the use of slingshots, cannons, and catapults that stand three stories high. It sounded like yet another reason why adults shouldn't get so involved with Halloween. <laughs> Kelly knew the people who worked at the gate, so we got to skip the lines and head straight through the VIP entrance. This was a fall extravaganza bursting with orange, orange leaves, painted cider signs, donuts, cups, even the pumpkin chunk and welcome sign was orange. 
Have you ever reached down and picked up the pumpkin and realized it was really a school teacher's backside in orange stretch pants? <laughs> I have. There's a good energy to a fall festival. It's as if everyone knows that this is the last chance you'll see your neighbors before everyone climbs back into their dens and hide out until spring, like bears with Amazon accounts. There were men with beer bellies wearing Denver Broncos jerseys. I saw a grandmother chasing her grandson around a hay bale. Young skater kids dressed like winter surfers. And men in well-worn cowboy hats. And despite what they tell us on the news, we weren't at each other's throats. We were enjoying each other's company and smiling with candy corns in our teeth. We grabbed some cider and donuts. Kelly took out her flask and poured a little something extra into our cups. She said, this helps fight the cold, and that if anyone gets fresh with us, it will help us fight them, too. <laughs> we walked around the grounds and looked at the corn husk dolls, scarecrows with crooked smiles, and pies. I love pie. If there's a pie around, you can guarantee someone's trying to have a good time. Pies show up at parties, Thanksgiving, and warm diners on cold winter nights. You never see a pie at a crime scene. Have you ever went looking for the bathroom at a fall festival, got turned around, saw strangers running the other way, and realized you were lost in a corn maze? I have. I don't understand why people like these corn mazes. Being lost isn't fun. Being lost is stressful. Being lost while you have to pee is even more stressful. Being lost when you have to pee while pumpkins are catapulted over your head is the most stress I've had all year. Have you ever stood in a corn maze squishing a donut in your hand next to a three-year-old boy named Kevin while you both cried for your mommies? <laughs> I have. Kevin's mom and dad eventually found us. They were very nice and even bought me another donut. I never found Kelly again, but I really liked meeting her. But I'm hoping she found a friend, bought a pie, and stayed in the rest of the weekend, like we all should be that lucky. Until next time, this has been Tom Papa, out in America. Thank you so much, Tom. Look for Tom out on the road. He'll be performing in Dallas, Texas, at the Windspear Opera House on October 27th.